0: Hesitation, Uh, got me going crazy, keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing, podcast that you need if you got the need for speed, John Morrison
1: interviewing guests in the industry, Uh, short track, stop car racing, gotta get it high. Saturday night under the lights, hear the engine rooming by, smell the gas and feel the vibe,
0: going into overdrive, drop the flag then the car zooming by, True North Racing, let's go. Welcome everyone to episode 83 of the True North Erasing Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. My name is John Morrison. Joining me as always is our amazing co-host, Megan Mitchell. And this week we got a special intro. Megan, you want to introduce him?
1: It's a Benjamin. <laughs> He's purring. He's happy.
0: Oh, that's good. How's uh how's 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 been the past week for you? Good. Yeah, what what have you been up to?
1: Not much. Working, as always.
0: Yeah. That's
1: about it. That's um, it. Nothing else? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I had a good weekend because we hung out with you and Jacqueline. We went to the Mandarin. I haven't been there in so long. Oh my God. Food was delicious. It was so good
0: oh my god i could have i could have probably eaten like two more plates
1: i know i got home and i'm like mm, i i probably could have gone for a little more if i would have sat for like 10 more minutes
0: <laughs> yeah right like that's what i was thinking i was driving home like even when we got in the in the car Jacqueline's was like do you want to stop for mcdonald's fries <laughs> i was like not now but like maybe <laughs> by the time we get home because we still have an hour drive about from hamilton so Mm-hmm. but still like no we had a, it was a lot of fun yesterday you know hanging out with you guys it was uh seeing actually i'm not even gonna say it I, i'll i let you say it what'd you guys pick oh. up yesterday
1: <laughs> another race car <laughs> it's not a race car yet but
0: it will be it will
1: be it will be it's a new sunfire so it's the exact return the well of the
0: sunfire
1: I'm excited. <laughs> I'm not even gonna drive it. it's chase driving it but so
0: this one is gonna be a complete build for you guys uh you guys mm-hmm. have to empty the car out get get it ready for some uh some metal bars and to build a roll cage in there wait you guys still have your roll cage from the sunfire do you not
1: yeah we have
0: oh, honestly, beautiful okay I'm gonna come back perfect. down in two weeks. I'm coming back down in two weeks the freaking car better be half done.
1: Oh,
2: Chase. Put, put that timeline
0: on Chase.
1: Heck yeah. Like, we're <laughs> persistent. Like, we literally kept everything from the sunfire and hope we as would you get could get another one. Yeah. And I almost gave stuff to somebody else that has a sunfire, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. Chase really wants another sunfire. So we yeah. held on to it, and I'm glad we did because we literally have everything we need to pretty much. Make our old sunfire come back to life,
0: so that's awesome.
1: I'm excited.
0: So, like I said, in two weeks, that car better be gutted out and be ready for a roll cage. We bolted in,
1: heck yeah, <laughs> shouldn't take long,
0: it shouldn't take long at all. You could empty, I, I've, I've heard of guys building derby cars in three days or in like a day.
1: Oh, I didn't tell you this. Well, Uh-oh. I kind of did. We might have a fourth one. Lined up
0: okay, y'all were kind of hinting at that yesterday, yeah. So, I mean, I I kind of figured 100% no. Is it the one that you guys were talking about yesterday out in uh, yeah,
1: with our buddy, yeah,
0: yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) So, we'll see, yeah, hopefully, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, what
0: kind of car is that, anyways? Do you know it's another sunfire?
1: So, we'll have two sunfires.
0: Two Basically sunflowers two and cobalts. two cobalts. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. Um, so that's awesome. Like, I, it was kind of cool coming down yesterday, and then like seeing the car up on the trailer when we got there. <laughs> and you want to know something? I drove. <laughs> I would say I drove completely blind yesterday coming down coming down there. Mm-hmm. Um, because. So I came like two weeks prior, right? Yeah, comes to you guys, and you gave me the address then, but I never saved it in our chat. Oh, okay, I don't think it's saved in anywhere chats. So my dumbass was like, "Oh, I <laughs> should know roughly where it is." So <laughs> I literally come through Hamilton up the four hundred three. All right, yeah, up with the four three and then come on to six. I'm like, hey, it's got it's this first one right here. That's all I know. <laughs> I even stopped. I'm like, I don't know if we need to go left or if we need to go right. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. This uh this should be fun. <laughs> uh, uh and sure enough, uh we come around like two houses, and then boom, there you guys are. I was like,
1: yes, perfect. I, didn't I took think a about... wild, <laughs> yeah.
0: I took a wild shot in the dark, and I'm like, you know what? Now I'm good to go. I, I don't even need to. I don't. It's so simple to get there. Yeah,
1: there you go.
0: But no, I'm. Uh, it was great, you know. It was great seeing you guys. Great hanging out with you guys, as always. Because, can we also bring up what the hell happened last night too at the Mandarin? that we that you put up on your story
1: so,
0: <laughs> okay <clears throat> so i i we we sat at one of the tables and the table that we sat at was right next to the damn fish tank <laughs> all dinner long cody was sitting across from me <laughs> and he was okay. like eyeing this thing up like it was candy <laughs> and i'm sitting there like what are you thinking like it's like pass that to me i'm like no <laughs> like it's their stuff it's not it's not ours like don't don't touch it then Jacqueline touches it like afterward on eating we're waiting for our check <laughs> I took about like 20 years it felt like
2: to bring yeah. our checks
0: out um and even you know uh, Jacqueline touched it and I was like I got intrigued so I messed around with it but like the, 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 the it was the fish's face for us okay <laughs> ma- did you did you save that by any chance
1: yeah, I
0: did. Okay, send it over I'll to me. So I'm gonna to put you. it. I'm gonna put it over top of this right now. <laughs> Let me he tell you this. Stunned. This this fish was too stunned to speak. <laughs> literally, literally, all you see is this thing go move. Let's. I'm gonna take uh What do I got here? You know, I'm gonna take this battery. So let's say this battery. And there's two batteries, right? Two of these things on the other side of the window, like this. And I went like this, and then the fish is.
1: Like <laughs> it, it's like their tank hasn't been cleaned in 10 years they never see it
0: move so they I know right and they're like but it was just the two fish that were so stunned about it and then the other ones like it's like it seemed as if they got like speed because they were just <laughs> ripping the top
2: oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god good good times though um uh, it was, yeah, it was a good time. Um, mm-hmm. so before we continue in, so we, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. Um, we're actually, we didn't talk about that yet, but we're going to after this. Actually, you no, know we're going to add it now. So, yesterday when we were all hanging out, <laughs> I was in the shop with the boys, we we're just you know, talking, shooting the shit. Um, unbeknownst to me, Jacqueline, <laughs> and Megan, and Rachel were all chilling. And, and, uh, ja- uh, Megan's mom We're all chilling in the house And all of a sudden Jacqueline brings Okay so actually you need to set this up for me You you need to set this up for me Before I come in with what happened last week <clears throat> So this is going to tie into What Megan and I talked about Last week off the air And it didn't make the It It was left on the cutting room floor Because we didn't record it So I'm going to explain it but Megan You need to set, set this up for us yes. <laughs> Before I jump in here.
1: Jacqueline and I were just basically talking about like you and I recording the podcast and just the different rants that we get on. And we were talking about how like Kate and I, when we did the driver's seat, we would get on some of the like most outrageous rants. (laughs) And I felt bad for having to make you sit there and edit a bunch of stuff out. So then we got talking about some of the rants that you and I get on. And then I brought up what... (laughs) Well, we talked about last weekend or the last time we recorded and I was talking about how it was kind of sad that we weren't recording but it was kind of good because like it was so off the wall.
0: It was absolutely off the wall. I don't even remember how we got onto it.
1: I but- think it's because I, I said that I don't that okay when I eat eggs like I like eggs but like oh. I have to eat them fast before I think about it and then I get worried that I'm eating a baby chicken or something so like I have to eat it fast because I didn't understand like a fertilized (laughs) egg compared to a non-fertilized egg and that's where that began
0: so uh yeah so there was this whole conversation because Jacqueline was also Jacqueline unbeknownst to me Jacqueline Mm -hmm. apparently for the past two weeks has been receiving ads on Facebook and tiktok about chickens and eggs and had no clue why meanwhile i haven't had that for two weeks and my phone's right in front of me like you think (laughs) i'd be the one who would be getting this stuff and i searched it so (laughs) we were very curious on how what how chickens reproduced well i was very (laughs) curious about it because (laughs) i knew so much because growing up i was with my grandpa at the paris fair helping them out with in the chicken barn so in the chicken coop there in the poultry barn sorry so i very much understood some of the logics the 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 logic about like how chickens and stuff like that but i never fully understood (laughs) until two weeks ago (laughs) when megan and i had this conversation off air thank god it was off air and we ended up figuring out how A to B and C to D and you know, that whole birds and the bees story comes about. Um, to the point where I even screenshot, took a picture of what happens. And we even read articles. Oh, God.
1: Like we did some grade five style was, research. Yeah. Like. <laughs>
0: We are definitely just various. like, I swear to guys, if we actually probably put out what we recorded between our two, like, cause we, we'll, we'll talk for a little bit before we bring our guests on. We'll talk a bit after the guests, you know, when we let go of the guests, uh, and even at the, after the end of the show, some of the stuff we we talk about is just off the wall, random, no purpose does it fill for us, but it we is just absolutely random. Whole,
1: we could make a whole <laughs> second podcast that's not racing related absolutely we could
0: (laughs) absolutely we could
1: it's not even
0: normal i'm gonna say this our brains are in dark places that's probably the best way to describe it yeah uh but yeah (laughs) i i may put this up on tiktok i may talk about the whole chicken story on my personal (laughs) tiktok page and I'll do a story time or something. <laughs> uh, we are going to be, we got to get, we're going to be getting into uh, our guest this week, which is Ryan Beagle, the big dog at Ashwagin Speedway. Uh, it's going to be awesome talking to him, finding out about how he got involved in racing. He's going to be coming on in just a few minutes. But before we do, I got a couple things I want to break down first. First of all, I have a. I have to give probably the biggest shout out. To Megan's sister Rachel Mitchell for the past two weeks, week, week, yeah, week. I thought it'd been longer than that, but it's actually just a week. We have been working together on creating new Jomo Media apparel to have in-house. So if you guys order t-shirts, come directly from me. Um, and I'm so excited. I'm gonna throw it up right now. These are going to be our logo. This is going to be our uh, t-shirt designs. So the top one will have, I'm going to bring it up real quick. I got to bring it up in, on here before we talk about this. So the top mm-hmm. the top row that you guys are going to see is going to have the front logos. The front logos, uh, the Drum media logos that you guys are seeing right now on the ends, they're going to be larger, kind of like this, what this is on the, on my shirt here. The middle one, the true north racing podcast one, first of all, fire ass design. <laughs> That's gonna be small up on the left chest. And then the ones that are on the uh, on the bottom row, guys, are all gonna be what's on the backside blown up. They look absolutely amazing. I freaking love them. <laughs> we have a Joe Media uh in true north racing podcast partner shirt. So it's gonna have. Graphic Designs, Driver Cal, Lift the Visor, Tailored to You, Vision Twenty Studios, Claude Haggerty and Andrea Ballaston all here on the backside. I had someone message me about the middle one, and I think it's actually really a cool idea if we can if that ever if we could ever get that possible, mm-hmm. get personalized T-shirts for the backside. That'd be cool. So everyone who's like a guest gets like a free t-shirt. But it'll be their podcast episode. So it's a True North Racing podcast, but it was like episode, you know, 83, Ryan Beagle. Hmm. I had someone message about that. I was like, man, that's actually a really cool idea.
1: That is a good idea.
0: And of course, the last design you guys see there is going to be the 2023 driver's list on the backside. I wanted a t-shirt that helped better promote our drivers, and I think that's probably the coolest way possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I think that's gonna be probably our bestseller this year.
1: I th- definitely yeah
0: um, like I said, your sister does amazing work. I love it she she told me a little something something <laughs> about for something that you were doing. How you were trying to push for you guys, like you, Chase, and Rachel to be all put on there. And she's like, oh, I didn't want to. I'm like, just do it. Like, (laughs) y'all are going to race at some point. Just put your names back there. I don't even care if your mom gets put on there underneath 73 or something. (laughs) Like, I would have allowed that.
1: I I know. I'm like, come on. Like, you could have at least put MRC racing. Like.
0: (laughs) But yeah, guys, that is going to be our 2023 uh, t-shirts, sweaters. If you guys want to hook yourselves up with one, uh, m- message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we are going to be doing a pre-ordering. We're going to get an order, and hopefully, I'm trying to find a retailer, um, and hopefully, we can get some wicked ass shirts and uh, t-shirts and sweaters. And I'm, you know, I'm may even think about looking at that Joe Media uh, logo and get it on the hats. I think that'd be badass. That'd be cool. You know, I, I feel like we may need an updated hat. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I agree. I, I want a different style hat to begin with. So, I mean, these that'd things are fun. looking fire. I love them. They look amazing. Uh, I can't wait to physically get one. But yeah, if you guys want to order one, message us down below. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and get your 2023 Joan Media apparel t- starting today. Um because I'm taking so long to get on here usually and we're we go on our little rants here, we are gonna get I think let's we're gonna skip that other part. Uh I think it's get time to get in our guest here. What do you think? I think so. All right, you want to introduce them?
1: So this week on the True North Racing podcast, we will have Ryan Beagle, the driver of the number 84 Thunderstock at Oswegan Speedway.
0: From Victoria, the 84 RK is Ryan Beagle. Everybody to the bottom of the racetrack except Ryan
2: Beagle heads up to the outside and he's making head. And Sergeant, here comes Beagle. He'll swing it way to the outside, trying to get a run on top four. Beagle is so quick here in three and four on the outside. Bailey, up high in corner three, but he's gonna run out of time. Checkers out, Ryan Beagle gets the win over Dave Bailey. Thanks a lot.
0: Back to back feature wins for the big dog. He works his way out here. How about it big, quick, quick, fire starter. Featuring. Welcome to the big dog, Ryan Beagle. Joining us this week on the show is Ryan Beagle, the big dog at Oshwegan Speedway. Ryan, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. Wow, that's Can't good. Man. That's good. How's uh how's your off season
2: going? Uh, it's all right. It's, uh, it's the off season. It's about as good as it can get to uh, takes, takes longer than you want it to, but, uh, we're making it, we're making it through. And that's usually the case, right? We, our race season is so short, but our off
0: season is just as long.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. It feels, feels longer. Mm-hmm. That's for what, sure.
0: Absolutely. What have you been, have you been working on the car since, uh, since, since, uh, the last time it's been out
2: or getting it ready for this year? Yeah, I'm uh, fixing a few things, putting a body on it, and just going through things, making sure that, uh, that I'm not missing anything. And uh, so far, I haven't found anything that is uh, out of the ordinary. So hopefully, uh, hopefully things go good. Absolutely. Uh,
0: how was your 2022 season?
2: Uh, it was a lot better than expected. We uh, we won, won five features, and I think we're at Ashwigan. If we didn't have issues, we were we were on the podium every week. So uh, we we traveled a little bit. Um, we had pretty good success at other racetracks too. So uh, no, it was really good.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, you know you had what four four feature wins at Oswegan, and I think I saw one at Merrittville.
2: Uh, Humberstone. Humberstone. Yeah, uh, we we didn't get one at Merrittville. We were close a few times, but oh yeah just
0: yeah. uh did it, just not enough time or um
2: yeah hmm. well we I think we got I think we ran second there three times one wow. the one night it rained I think it rained on lap 16 or something like we were close I don't, it would have been hard it was we were chasing Bailey again and it would have been <laughs> hard to get around him but it uh, you never know but uh no we were and then the one night we we're chasing Rob Murray and just ran out of time and uh, yeah, and we were re- really close. We led, I think, the season opener, we got to lead at like lap nine, and then Bailey got back around me with four to go or something. So we were, we were close each time we ran good there. So that's good.
0: Speaking of uh, Dave Bailey, you guys have been putting on quite the shows, uh, especially at Oswego the past couple years. Um, especially last year, I saw some really, really good battles. How? What's that been like for you guys? You know, you guys, you obviously, you guys, get, you guys get out, shake each other's hands. You guys, you you guys having a blast out there doing it?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun racing with Dave. Cause you know that he's going to run you clean no matter what. And, uh, I, I have the same respect for him. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it's, uh, I think I said it in one of my inter- interviews in victory lane. It's kind of surreal. Cause like I grew up, uh, watching Dave race. So, uh, it's pretty neat to be running, uh, running that good with them. Absolutely, yeah, in my
0: opinion,
1: it's probably the best show in all of Ontario to me. Like, yeah. just the two of you guys, like best drivers, best show, all in all the province.
2: Yeah, it's Gets my heart uh, pounding.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I don't, I don't even know how. Like, a lot of it's a blur because. You're just kinda of in the moment. You don't even you're not even thinking about it. So it uh I I don't know, I, I can't imagine what it's like watching it.
1: It's crazy.
2: I was gonna say I could tell you sitting up in those grandstands
0: or watching on G Forest, it's I, I sometimes I'll even get myself up out of the sea. It's like, come on, come on. Because <laughs> it's always just a good battle. And I and I get, you know, we I usually get goosebumps just watching you guys get up there because it's mm-hmm. it's clean, it's fast, and it looks like a a hell hell of a time up there
2: yeah it's fun <laughs> it is fun uh that's it
0: we're we're gonna jump all the way back here we're gonna start right at the very beginning now how did you first get involved in racing
2: well i was i think it was 2002 i was uh this is a story i always tell i was flipping channels at my grandmother's place, and the Daytona 500 was on, and I started watching it. And that, I, I then I just started watching uh, NASCAR from there. And then my father decided to take me to Ashwigan one night that summer, and I think I've been there every Friday since. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's that's the gist of it. And then I think we watched. We were in the grandstands for. Oh till twenty ten and then we we slowly put a mini stock together and I ran mini stock for a few years and I moved up to the thunderstocks in twenty twelve, I think.
0: What was uh what was your first race car the for the mini stock?
2: Oh, uh, actually it was a it was a Camaro. They uh from I think eighty two to eighty six they come with a two five four cylinder. Okay. So that made us legal because t- that was the biggest Uh, motor you could have and it like it it sucked it was a lead balloon but it it got me a lot of seat time and it 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 taught me how to hold a line so uh that way it was good and then the way the rule book was well still is um the wheelbase of it i think is 101 so the thunderstock rules the wheel minimum wheelbase is 101 so you can actually take the same car and move up a division just put just like change tires and springs and um drop a v8 in it obviously yeah but yeah so we did that in 12 so we use the same car from mini stock to thunderstock
0: oh shit so
2: at, i mean that's at smart the time, at the time it didn't cost a lot other than the motor and the tires yeah like, you know, like to build a thunderstock now is it would be you might as well go create sprint car racing to be honest with you but really eh? just just the price everything right like yeah Cause...
0: That's that's the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Um. So you said you moved from you. you essentially didn't mean switch cars. I was about to going to ask what was your first car when you moved up to street socks, but you answered that.
2: Yeah,
0: no, the <laughs> right there. I'm like, okay, that just throw out my last next question there. Yeah. Um, is that the same car you're still running today, or isn't? No,
2: no, I wrecked that car in and end of 2015. Okay. I spent the winter and I built this one that I the one I got now. But uh actually um I fixed I it needed a front clip, so I put a I put a front clip over on it over a few winters and I used it during it during uh the COVID years. We were we went to Merivale weekly with it for well, wow, I call it almost half a year, but I think it was like seventeen races or something. We went yeah. down there for two years. But yeah, that's the car we used during the okay. Over
0: years, I'm gonna have to go back and see if there's any uh uh videos from GeForce from that so that I can,
2: yeah, there is. I it's can go it's to- uh, it's all black that car, black with red on the bottom. It's it, the body's a more stock looking too, like it, it's still a mini stock basically, like it's got stock floors in it, and it you could you could run it as a mini stock if you really wanted to.
0: <laughs> just pull that V8 back out and just put a
2: yeah, put street tire.
0: You know, that's the ultimate conversion car
2: right there yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> when you they, think about the, it the rules they did that because they wanted the guys with mustangs to move up like put a five liter in your mustang and move up a division yeah and it not have it cost a whole lot right but we we're i think we were the only ones dumb enough to do it at the time but
0: i wouldn't say dumb enough that's pretty darn smart though
2: well it, i the mini stocks was good but I Like, when I ran it, it was just at the time when the uh, neons and stuff, like, the the newer vehicles were coming out. So, like, yeah. I, the one night, Jeremy Hughes went from, like, the back of the handicapping to the lead by the time we were down the back straightaway. Jeez. So, but, you know, we're, like, there was a lot of Mustangs and Chevettes and, and, you know, older vehicles still out there compared to now where it's mostly Cobalts and Neons and Cavaliers and... Hondas
0: yeah that's usually the way it goes about nowadays right like gone it sucks to say but it's kind of for the mini stock division it's kind of gone with the the carbureted stuff and it's all just uh all computerized fuel injection yeah it seems that way um so uh, so obviously with me you moving up to the the street stocks was that a lot of uh or thunder sorry is that was that a huge jump for you uh to, to have the more power to the rear wheels? um with the different tires was it was it a much of a learning curve or was it still kind
2: of similar um there wasn't a big speed difference i know that um when when the track had a lot of moisture it, it didn't really there wasn't a big difference because the tires we we're, were using in street stocks have a lot more grip than the mini stock so it wasn't it wasn't a huge learning curve that way it was just just starting like i had to learn how to be competitive in it? That's a that's all. Because I wasn't really competitive in the mini stock either. Like I think the best night we had, we ran eighth or something. Okay. And uh, you know it was it was it's it's been a learning curve. Well, you learn something every night you go out. So, but
0: especially with uh with dirt because it's a it's an always an always evolving track conditions. It's never the same weekend and week out. If I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Yeah, it's there's something different every week.
0: And that's why I always give the dirt guys a lot of credit. Like I, for my my background, I was very much a asphalt guy growing up. Same thing, you know. Tuned into NASCAR, got into NASCAR, Asheville, the asphalt, Asheville loved it. Da, 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 da. And I gotta say, probably 20, 2015, 2016 is when I started more or less getting into onto the dirt stuff. So I'm still very green, like only catching me one or two races here and there. Um, for someone even who's coming over to the dirt side because we're seeing a lot more people coming over there why don't you can you teach us a few things about what to expect at dirt tracks so that the
2: the people who are coming over can enjoy themselves um the biggest thing like I've, I've been to a fair number of asphalt asphalt races around here and the biggest thing is the speed of the show like uh if you're not in the lineup at the right time, you know, they're going, they're going without you kind of thing. Um, it's uh, I can imagine that the cleanup is a lot, is a lot of uh, a lot different too. Cause obviously you're, you know, it's dirt. So, uh, but no, it's, I, I've never run pavement, so I don't really know what, uh, what to say there really, but no, it. I can imagine it'd be uh, be a lot of fun for somebody to come over. That's for sure.
0: I mean, the Friday nights at the Big O is usually the the best place to be on a Friday night. So, um, coming <laughs> coming from Brampton, it's a little bit of a hike. But if I can get yeah, down there, like it's coming the best. through the city. Sorry, coming through the city that wouldn't be fun. No, we no. we that's the one night me and my fiance we look at each other's like. 407
2: 407 <laughs> yeah we, we make one trip to brighton every year and we take the 407 so honestly i don't blame you yeah how far of a drive is it for you to
0: get up to brighton then just out of curiosity
2: i think from here it is it's almost four hours i think i got i should look it up but yeah with with traffic i'll say about four hours damn that's a hike yeah it's, um, it's a lot quicker coming home <laughs> That's case. the runner. yeah i think it's downhill yeah um
0: out of all the tracks you've been to uh what has been your favorite track to run
2: other than ashwagand because i'm gonna say ashwagand <laughs> <laughs> yeah other than ashwagand okay um we uh actually the most fun i've had we went to ransomville just across the border in new york and it's kind of like a mixture of everything around here. It's it's big like Ashwigan, but the corners are tight like Maryville, Humberstone, and Brighton. So, and it was just something different too, right? You're running with with a different crowd. So, uh, no, I had a lot of fun over there at Ransomville. I think that's like the
0: second guy that I've said something about Ransomville. So, like, you know, I, they run what Friday nights as well.
2: Yeah, but they. For us, we can't go there anymore. While well, the border screwed everything up, but yeah, um, they changed the rule book on us, so uh, our cars aren't legal there anymore. They went more Central New York street stock rules. So what? So just obviously, I don't know much about it. What are the differences in rules that they've impl- implemented? Um, they got uh, a better built motor, and I think if you run a crate motor, you can run a four barrel and. I think they allow four nine inch. I, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at the rules in a while, but, and their bodies are different too. They've got uh, like a more pro stock looking body. Okay. Like you can run the new Camaro noses and, and stuff like that. Whereas okay. we're stuck. Like if, like I've got a eighties Camaro, I've got to have an eighties Camaro body. Hmm. Hmm
0: is it now is there any talk of you guys possibly having to move to those kind of bodies in about five, ten years when because these cars are gonna get harder and harder to find?
2: yeah've i I've there's a lot of guys that want to, but in my opinion, I'd hope we don't because like I know stuff's getting hard to find, but um, you start opening up the rules and there's gonna be a lot of cars that look you know not very good.
0: You're so, absolutely right. I mean, we can kind of look at the asphalt side with that, with with the super stocks. Five, you know, five ten years ago, a Monte Carlo looked like a Monte Carlo.
2: Yeah, it, yeah Camaro. Yeah,
0: a Camaro ran like a Camaro. Camaro was
2: Sebalski, wasn't it? Sorry, I think the last Camaro was Sabalski, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and I think
0: even that car went off to the hot rod series. Oh, Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not even going to assume anything. But yeah you had guys running these cars and now we got essentially late models with what limited late models were mm. <laughs> like that's where we're pretty much where we're at so like I I, I do understand like you know you want to keep these cars looking like those cars because it's it, it's in my opinion it is better for the sport
2: mm. and yeah, I agree with that it, the, it just the fans um, can relate to it more in my I think, I but
0: Absolutely, like I, I'm, I'm not older than, but like, for me, for myself, I'm parted with this with this uh, Canadian into modifies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but like those old bodies, like we're now allowing um, handmade bodies because the, the the those coupes and coaches they're getting harder and harder to find because they're going to the, the rat rod guys are picking them up, mm-hmm. so we we've now allowed for the roof line to be handmade by someone, right? So. That's funny so it's kind of it's it's i'm not saying it's the same thing but we it the that stock appearing this mm. is going away right and i really hope it never does
2: yeah i agree i i don't know i'm i'm look i'm sorry i'm looking at the, my car right now uh, <laughs> don't, i don't I don't, don't I be just...
0: sorry don't be sorry your car is absolutely beautiful I would I, be too. Uh,
2: <laughs> I just i like the old bodies i don't know i'm I'm, I think we're close to the same age, and I didn't, I didn't grow up in that era, but just looking at old pictures and old videos and stuff, it just, it's just the way it is. I think since the way it should be.
0: Absolutely. I love watching, like, I'd rather stay here and watch a race from like 1970, NASCAR, dirt, asphalt, whatever I can find. And then, then compared to some of the new stuff we can watch, we need, we need a damn history channel just for racing. Yeah. (laughs) Give me the earliest televised race ever and just, let just yep. let it loose.
2: <laughs> yep, Dale Jr. can try to start. <laughs> That's that.
0: I was about to suggest that. He loves the history. Yep. Remember? uh, Do you remember that show that he did with that?
2: What was it called? Yesterday's uh, something back in back he in the day or something was. like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a neat show. He's had quite a few neat shows.
0: Oh yeah, especially the the racetrack one.
2: Mm.
0: Love that one, but no, any, anything you know. Now he's gone in the car series, which is kind of cool um we're kind of teetering away a little bit (laughs) um but you're absolutely right uh what's it so for yourself what's it like racing in the thunderstock
2: division i i love it it uh there's there's a lot of drivers that show a lot of respect and uh it's like like last year was probably the best year for for body damage like we uh i didn't have to fix a whole lot of stuff and i think a lot of my competitors were probably the same way. We just all, we've all, uh, we've all got a lot of respect for each other. So uh, it, it makes it a lot of, a lot of fun when, uh, when guys show respect like that.
0: Absolutely. Now, this is now that I, I think I've asked Chris Hale about this before, because he was on, he was on the show a couple of years ago, but I don't know if I've, I don't think I ever asked him this. So for when you have to go from a Friday night show at Humber or at uh, Oshwegan, to a Saturday night show at Merrittville. What kind of stuff do you have to prepare for to get your car switched over to run Merrittville or if anything at all?
2: Um, the only thing that I change is, uh, is gear basically gear and um, just sometimes tire sizes. I don't do a whole lot of setup changes because I don't want to, like I got a setup that I know works at Ashwigan and, and from experience, it seems to work everywhere. So uh I just changed gear. Some guys don't even change gear. They got a gear that that uh, fit works at all all three racetracks around here. So hmm. clean the clean the air filter and knock the mud off it and grind the tires and go. All right.
0: That's that's that's, that's so much easier than the asphalt stuff. Like, this is the one thing I love about dirt. Like, I got to say that that's where my favorite thing about dirt is like sometimes it's so simple just to move your car from track to track.
2: Yeah, well they, it never used to be that way. It, they uh they changed the rules, I forget what year it was, like 2017 or 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah. So there was little differences you had to do to, to go track to track or make your car fit all three tracks rules.
0: Okay. But,
2: you know, it's really easy. Uh
0: we're, let's get into this year now because you know we're what four four months out from the first rate about four, uh, four months out from the first race that I was weekend. What are your plans for the twenty twenty three season?
2: Just Ashwigan full time, and uh, we'll go to all the specials around too. We'll probably like, I think Merrittville's opener is April twenty second or something. They call it the Spring Sizzler. We'll we'll go to that, and uh, maybe one or maybe the first couple weeks at Merrittville, if the old man's up to it, and uh, yeah, then Ashwigan's opener, and then I think the same weekend should be Humberstone's opener if it's the same as uh as last year and then yeah just the specials and sure we can do on the dirt if if they have it i think they're gonna have it okay it uh, yeah they have they, you have four four long distance races and uh we'll run those and i think we might go to southern ontario motor speedway once they got a big race in june we might go to it too oh do they yeah, they got a I I They put their schedule out a month or so ago. It's, I think it's 1,500 to win, 50 laps or something. Oh, wow. I, mean, I haven't been there since they did the, the track update. So we'll go check it out for that, maybe.
0: Hmm. I didn't even know about that. Damn. All right. We got some fan questions here. Megan, you want to fire them off?
2: Sure. I'm nervous about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there were some good ones. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and some that probably we shouldn't be putting out there, but I mean, no, I, I can one. tell you
2: who asked those ones too.
0: <laughs> so the first one's
1: from Chris Dickey, oh and he wants to know what nickname do you prefer, big dog or chicken wiener?
2: <laughs> big dog, and uh, and that's all I'll say about that. I don't. Uh, that we probably shouldn't get into that. All right.
1: <laughs> all right. And the next three. All come from the Hamilton hot wow. Shoes <laughs> Can we Can we still call him that without a race car? No. Like, no offense. Clinton,
2: <laughs> <either. Can't. laughs> Should call him the Hamilton Hemorrhoid right now.
1: <laughs> so he's okay. I'm assuming this one was for an iRacing series.
0: We'll see. But,
1: am I right about that first one, John?
2: I don't know. He didn't give me context behind it.
1: He said, why did you wreck me for last place?
2: That was, uh, he's been going on about this for, I think, a year and a half now. (laughs) But I think uh, it was probably the last night I ran at Merrittville in 2021. I was passing him for like fifth or something. And there was some moisture against the guardrail. And I got under him and I didn't know that the moisture was there. So I hit that and I slid up into him. And he hasn't let me forget about it since. <laughs> it wasn't even I looked there. I look, I got st- I the other car in the other shop, and I there's a little mark on it, but it, it's he's making, he's blowing it up way bigger than he's <laughs> <laughs> that's the Hamilton Emroid. <laughs>
1: And he said, why don't you let Clinton sit in your car every night since the only time Clinton sat in your car, you won the feature?
2: Uh, he's got a point. I should probably probably do that more often. Um, that, he, he sat in the car, I think it was in August of 21, and one night because we we would park beside each other a fair bit that year. And uh, he sat in my car one night, and we won, won the feature that night. So, yeah, I should probably do that more often. But he never comes around anymore, so <laughs> he's never in a track anymore. So,
1: <laughs> and his last question is: What do you love more, chicken wing night or pizza logs? I
2: I haven't had enough pizza logs to uh, to say I like them more than chicken wings. So, also chicken wings.
1: <laughs> Not, now, now that, that what is a pizza log? <laughs> they, thank you. That was uh, my question. <laughs>
2: It's, uh, it's like a it's basically a pizza slice rolled up. That's oh, okay. a big New York thing. They have them at Ransomville, and we don't get to go there, so you don't get them anymore.
0: Hey Megan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Road trip. Because <laughs> yeah, they're good.
0: I saw a pizza logs so and was like, "What is that?" I got. I'm going <laughs> to ask you before I look it up, because if anyone who listens like i know people who listen to the show know i have i pizza's like up near the top of my list of things i love in my life yeah mine too so like (laughs) my some my girlfriend i know my fiance thinks sometimes that i love pizza more than her and that could be further from the truth but there's days she thinks that and so when i saw i was like pizza logs, where do you get that why does it sound delicious (laughs) and So I'm thinking of road trips in order here this summer down to, down to Ransomville.
2: I think, I think the, uh, super dirt car series is going there on a Tuesday in August, July. Hmm. They'll have them there. that night. I'm going to have to, uh, take a look at
0: that and see if I can get some time off. Yeah. Cause that would definitely be a fun time. Well, that's definitely going to, that's going to wrap up our fan question period. Ryan, we want to thank you for, uh, taking those questions from, uh, Chris and no that's usually <laughs> what happens on this show. I don't know what it is. It's not. It's not really a fan question period. It's usually just like a driver's roasting period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we can yeah. Maybe we can start a new segment like that for the show when the guests come on. Instead <laughs> of questions, let's let drivers roast them for for five minutes.
2: I'm glad I'm on tonight then. <laughs> yeah.
1: you're gonna have to like make like a waiver or something like do they really want to be roasted because some drivers are just
0: that's true that is absolutely true i don't (laughs) want to put anyone in a bad predicament there uh ryan it's definitely been fun having you on is there anyone you want to thank for getting you uh helping you out through your uh, racing career and just anyone you want to thank
2: um there's there's a lot of people that have helped me over the years too many to even list, really. So I'm, I'm like, I might as well thank, uh, thank my dad. He, uh, sometimes I wonder if he even wants to go racing and, uh, he does it with me. So I know he enjoys it, but, uh, might as well thank my sponsors. Um, the family business here, RK automotive, uh, APC auto parts is back on with us for this year. And, uh, thank Nathan at, uh, Ackland insurance for, uh, for supporting us as well
0: awesome uh are you is there anywhere uh people can find you on social media
2: uh i'm on twitter i don't use it a whole lot i'm a i just a. am a viewer not a poster yeah um beagle 80, at beagle84rk i'm on instagram as well i think it's the same same handle i think that's what you call it in the handle yeah <laughs> um yeah i'm on facebook but I don't use Facebook very much. I don't have a racing page. I probably should. So
0: usually a great way. I don't, I don't know. I, my opinion, I like social media pages for racers gives another yeah, way into, their, other, into another. their lives. But so, so does this. So, I mean, it's a, it's toss ups, right? Yep. All right, Ryan. Well, we definitely want to, like I said, we want to thank you for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure again to know you and uh, hopefully we, uh, Come to well. I'm definitely we're definitely planning on coming to to because Jack, my fiance, and myself, Jacqueline, last night we we're talking. We're going. We're coming to Ashwigan. by the sounds like a few more times this summer. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have to stop by, come say hi, and yep, uh, I'm every week. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you go enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, we look forward to catching you in 2023.
2: Yep. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I had uh, I had fun.
0: No problem. Have a great night. And we're back after uh interview with uh, Ryan Beagle, the big dog. How's a, It was nice getting to know him a little bit more, eh? It was. Real but nice guy, guy.
2: He
1: is. Like, I don't know, drivers like that, I tend to look at them like they're a big all-star. And then I talk to them and it's like, they're literally just a normal guy. They're like, just like us he really he doesn't seem to know how much it's like kind of what we talked about before how some people just don't know the kind of influence they have yeah and it's like I said it to you off air about how like I kind of wanted to ask him but I didn't know how to say it like I wonder if he realizes how many people go nuts every time he wins how every time he's even up there battling with Bailey like But I don't know if he would even really care. Like, he just seems like he's just out there to have fun.
2: Honestly, that's
0: what it seems like. He's, you know, he goes out there, he has fun, puts on his helmet. You know, and he just goes out there and has fun where he finishes, where he finishes. But, Mm -hmm. oh, excuse me. Just like with any racer, they want to do the best they can.
2: Exactly.
0: Right. And it's great that he doesn't have that. I, I still am so flabbergasted. That his mini stock was also his first street stock. That's pretty cool. Like the fact that it was just like four changes he had to make. Mm -hmm. That's still impressive. Mm -hmm. But now, like like I said, now I'm going to have to go back. Ouch. And uh, find some footage of that 2020 Mm -hmm. season. And uh, see what that, what his first car looked like sure um geez that's gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> we uh was, he was a
1: cool
0: guy oh absolutely uh we wish him nothing but the best in 2023 maybe he'll knock down dave bailey as the track champion at uh at australian speedway this year
1: i was i'm hoping that that was cu- what was going through my mind i would like to see that like Dave, dave's cool too like,
0: <laughs> absolutely dave's a cool guy but like sometimes we want to see someone new huh
1: it's kind of like the whole jimmy johnson thing years back like you know when he won five in a row jimmy it was, was so Jeffs. cool it is Which, cool but like let
0: someone else win
1: yeah <laughs> i mean don't let just someone... let them have it but like no ryan i know what you mean up good yeah ryan puts up a good battle and I mean him and Trevor DeBoer are easily my favorite Thunderstock yeah. drivers. So I'd love to see them up there.
0: Absolutely. Um, did you hear what NASCAR is doing at the clash this year?
1: I don't really pay attention to NASCAR. I don't really anymore,
0: pa- I I still follow a lot of the NASCAR pages, but they're doing what Oshwigan does at the oh. clash this year. They are bringing the top three down the front stretch. And they are going to have, like, essentially a podium for the top three.
2: Okay.
0: Now, I saw a lot of comments of people disliking that. It's like, oh, everyone gets a participation trophy. Because no. the
1: top three, that's big.
0: Like, I mean, if you're absolutely. doing, like,
1: top ten, that would be.
0: Yeah. Legitimate. Yeah, if you're doing but, like, the top, like. Because, like, the, th- the way I look at it is someone brought up a really good point here. What if the guy from third is close enough, dies bomb, you know, number two, gets into one, gets the first place, and then the guy who was in third ends up winning? Yeah. And then he's got to go stand up there with those two guys. Wouldn't you pay to see that as well? I would. I'm not saying that always happens, but like there's a chance. So, what you're saying is there's a chance. But (laughs) that's my mindset, right? Is what if, you know, Denny Hamlin and Alex Bowman at, at Martinsville? What if Denny finished second and they both had a stance next to each other? On the front stretch, do you think Danny's going to throw a punch? Do you (laughs) think there's going to be some heated words? There's going to be something. Oh, yeah. But, like, do you ever see an an issue at Oshwegan? No.
1: See, that's what I like, too, about Oshwegan is when they do that. I personally, I love hearing from the top three. Yeah. Because some nights... There's the same winner every freaking night, yeah. And I'm tired of hearing their same speech every night. I want to thank XYZ night. sponsor,
0: I want to yeah. thank my, my like, mom, my dad, yeah, my like pet no dog, pets,
1: but I just don't care anymore. So it's like, I the top three usually though will change, so it's like, I do want to hear, and like, same thing, like, and I kind of feel like if I if there were like bumping and banging and stuff between the top three. Mm-hmm. To stand beside them in victory lane like that, you're either going to get that clash or it's going to kind of level things out yeah. and make them be a little more civil.
0: And I, Exactly.
1: I, and another thing that I find too, which I feel like kind of goes with the people complaining well, everyone gets a participation ribbon, but like some people aren't ever going to make it to that first position. So to even stand on the podium for second or third is huge for some people. Absolutely, like just
0: the the, it's like heat races. Yeah, you have you have your slow heat, you have your mid pack heat, and you have your fast heat. That's what Mm. you have every damn time when you got heat racing. You know what that slow heat does, though. Depending on what they're. This is not a knock on anyone's financials. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But if you don't have the financial backing to be able to compete with the top guys, you still have a chance to even take home a Mm -hmm. heat win. There's guys I was, we were talking at, we were talking about it. And they said the same thing is that sometimes the heat win, you know, they make the feature, they're going to drink all night. They win a heat race, they're going to drink all night. Mm -hmm. Regardless. We're there to have a good time.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not about participation trophies. It's not about anything like that. It is literally just about going out having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all competitive.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: shit. I'm sure, like, I, I hate to say it, but I'm sure if, like, you know, we get a bunch of us to go go karting, mm-hmm. do you really think some of us are going to go out there and have fun? Or are we gonna go out there and put that visor down and be serious? Oh
1: yeah, we're gonna be
0: serious. <laughs> I, I don't even race, and I know damn well that visor. Once it like, one, I swear to God, I understand the racers' mentality, even though I've never raced before.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: I played volleyball, I played basketball, I played soccer, I played baseball. As soon as I stepped onto the field, in the dugout, on my sat near the bench, got into the gym my mentality went from ha, ha 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 to all right guys let's f- them up like yeah and same See, thing and with I've the helmet people,
1: yeah i've had people tell me that that like, you know what once that helmet goes on you're a whole different person oh yeah even the last time we went go-kart well it wasn't the last time i guess it was when we went to kitchener yeah i had someone tell me that like the minute that helmet went on and my brother and i were on the track at the same time as each <laughs> other we were totally different like they could see it because I don't have my visor down. It makes me like claustrophobic. Yeah. So I had it up and they could see it in my eyes because Chase was ahead of me, which was pissing me off. Because <laughs> it's the, of the mentality. I'm not there to have fun. So I'm yep. like, I'm there to have fun, but I like I want to win too. Yeah. It's like, that's what I was told that you could see it in my eyes that I'm like locked on his back bumper and I'm like, I'm doing everything in my power.
0: <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I've I've raced with Michael Kenny so much that like when we know when that helmet goes on and we're sitting in the carts game face mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we get out we're we'll push each other and joke and shit but like at the same time we know like same same thing Michael was ahead of me at one uh, at one point when we were racing and same deal I was locked on that back bumper watching his cart hmm No one else was passing me because I was like me and him were like one of the two fastest carts there. Mm
2: -hmm. But you
0: can bet I was watching his bumper to see if I can find a loose spot. Because if Mm -hmm. I can get by him, I may I may lay the bumper to him. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm I'm not. (laughs) I'm not going to hit him, not going to nudge him. I'm just bumping him. Mm. I'm going to rub him. Rubbing Rubbing son is racing.
1: racing. Exactly. (laughs)
0: But no, like yeah the the racer mentality is just completely is a completely different animal mm-hmm. um next up on so let's jump in let's get it we're trying to get out of here for the night uh, <laughs> we again I we may just need a whole other show, literally just <laughs> just racing rants, random rants just. Con- random conversations because the stuff that we can come up with would just be that would i couldn't even put my uh, joe media and promotions anywhere near that <laughs> no like this hat goes away all that stuff behind me goes away like i can't do it
1: it's not related anymore. <laughs> it's not related there's no associate association. <laughs> oh my so god like aliases for that you're not even john and i'm not even megan anymore
0: <laughs> i'm mark this is someone else's <laughs> thoughts i'm mark
1: <laughs> i'm rachel <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 also in your sitting. why am i getting hate messages
1: oh god i could never
0: (laughs) that would be bad uh uh so one thing i did want to bring up uh i wanted to talk about it before we got ryan in uh we are still accepting drivers for the 2023 season here at joe medium promotions if you guys want to have essentially someone promote your racing season hit us up we offer write-ups uh we have different packages They all include write ups, some more than others, stickers, video opportunities, picture opportunities, uh, possibility of shows. Oh, (laughs) Uh, maybe not this year, but probably next year. Um, Work, we're we're. I'm well, maybe not next year because of the wedding. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm in trouble. maybe i'll talk to my friend and see if she's still doing it well, i know she's still doing them but maybe we'll uh get a number of cars out again um mm. to one of her events and uh have a joe media driver reunion
1: that'd be cool
0: because <laughs> that's fun i'm sorry that was a fun day <laughs> we we all sat yeah that was such a cool day um <laughs> If you're looking for promotions uh, like I said earlier, there's a chance to be part of the twenty twenty three driver's t- shirt there's still time. I'm not gonna put the clothes on that one yet so Rachel if you're listening heads up uh but we are cutting it off uh at the end of February that'll be the last to get your name on the shirts for the twenty twenty three season um but yeah, there's opportunities galore, even to be on the podcast, uh, <clears throat> vlogging opportunities, where we will come and vlog your entire race day at the track. And uh, we did one with Brandon Feeney, but that was just more of our in car stuff. Yeah, and really get a chance to do some uh, interviews with him because he is a he's like a two man crew. He's got one him and one other guy. That's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, I gotta get out there anyways to go see him. Um, but yeah, all the information is right on our website, backslash promotions Uh, link is in all my all the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. T- uh, my personal TikTok, Scott, but not my uh, my business one because we aren't at a thousand followers yet. So if you guys are on TikTok, head on over and follow us on TikTok. Let's get us to a thousand. And so that way we can get the website off my personal account and onto the, <laughs> the business one. Um, I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Uh the clash is not, the clash will be the next time we talk for NASCAR. Uh maybe we have to get like not maybe we'll have to all get together and watch the clash That's and have cool. a kind of a reaction to it. Yeah. May in the, I'll, I'll let me talk to Jacqueline and see what she thinks. Cause mm-hmm. we'll have to see when it's running. But yeah, mm-hmm. I want to get I want to get some people over and smoke some meat. So <laughs> sorry. It's not what I thought you were
1: gonna say. I thought you were gonna say smoke something else. I'm like,
0: whoa. <sighs> I don't do I that. Mean, surprisingly, that. <laughs> I don't. That's the weird part, eh? <laughs> With the weird thoughts that I have, you think I would. <laughs> Like, you would like people think that I, I've been told that I sound drunk.
1: Good.
0: I don't know if I actually do or not because this one guy said, like, I, it sounds like I, um, the words aren't fully coming out of my mouth properly, so it always sounds like I have a lisp or something. <laughs> it says I sound drunk. Oh my God. this Who was that? how old was I? That was grade 10 of high school. Mm. So I've really learned to articulate as much as I can when I'm talking because of that scenario. And of course, I can't say Canadian vintage modifieds correctly half the time. (laughs) If you actually listen when I say Canadian vintage modifieds, do you even hear the G?
1: No. It doesn't sound. But okay, I do that too with a lot of things.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: he... I
0: I was talking about something in class. He's like, are you drunk? I was like, what? It's like, bro, I'm 15, or I'm 14. It's like I don't drink. I never had a drink in my life at that point. Anyways, yeah, I uh, apparently I sent a drunk to the guy. Um, where the hell were we going with this? Holy, I don't know. <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> oh, it... nowhere in particular. <laughs> Me- Megan, take us out of here. Let's go. Let's go home tonight. Come on. Alrighty.
1: Really. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Stay up to date on everything with Jomo Media and promotions by following us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. And don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe.
0: Thank you, Megan. Episode 83 is in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed. From Megan Mitchell, I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys next time. Bye now.
1: See ya.
2: True North Racing. Let's go.